to Top 5, a show where we count things down from number 5 all the way to number 1, and it is hot. So hot, Rodrigo. How hot is it? Uh, it's so hot that uh, they can't plaster the Sasquatch footprints they found because they're too sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hot, and it is the summertime. It is 2021. Hello, future people. And unfortunately, Rodrigo is suffering through a tremendous heat wave up yep. in the Pacific Northwest, uh, which means that it's a perfect time to go to the beach. So this week's top five, top five things to take to the beach. And Rodrigo, since you are our, probably right now, the sweatiest person on the podcast, how about you start us off? All right. So my number five is at number five, because this isn't happening this time around, but out here in the Pacific Northwest, the number one thing you want to take when you go to the bit with, uh, to the beach is a big hoodie. Uh, because usually it's actually not hot. In fact, it's probably drizzling and you are only going to the beach to behold the majestic beauty of the water and maybe catch a glimpse of like a harbor seal or some orcas. And it's probably cold. You don't want to get into the water because it's literally frigid and you will go into shock. Um, so most of the time, if you're all the way up here, what you want to take to the beach is actually some warm clothes. That's, that's, uh, doesn't sound like a bad that's idea a, considering where you're at. Choice. Uh, yeah. my number five also has uh, to do with the cold. And when you go to the beach, you're going to want something to eat. And I've talked about it before, but one of my favorite things to eat is cold chicken. So you take some chicken out of the, uh, out of the, uh, refrigerator, you pop it into your, your igloo or your Yeti or whatever kind of, uh, you know, ice chest that you have. And when you're sitting down there at the beach and you get a little hungry, you just reach in and pull out some cold chicken and take a bite of that chicken leg or that chicken wing or that chicken breast or a chicken thigh or the back or whatever else. The giblets, I suppose. Maybe I, I've never had uh, cold uh, chicken livers or gizzards. Uh, but uh, cold chicken, I think just that refreshing bite that you get from that cold chicken on a hot day, super refreshing. And you're going to be at the beach anyway, and you're going to need something to eat. So take some cold chicken with you. Matthew, what do you have for your number five? It is so hot that Satan was at the Ace Hardware buying an air conditioner. But my number five is actually one that may not work for everybody because a lot of times when I go to the beach, it's in a support role. I'm like the driver or, you know, the guy who just sort of hangs out and makes sure that everybody's coolers don't blow away or crumble into nothingness. So what I often would bring to the beach is a book. Uh, paperback usually you want something that you know it's going to get dirty it might get wet you're not something that you want you know to be like a first edition shakespeare but if you grab some you know crap paperback that you might buy in an airport or you know, i actually have uh, second copies of certain books you know anthologies of horror books and stephen king short stories so that while you're at the beach you can't be in the water all the time you just can't you know you gotta wait a half hour after you eat your cold chicken so you can sit there, you can hang out, you can read a short story, sit under the umbrella, whatever it is that you do, do your thing. But you'll entertain your brain while your body broils to an appropriate temperature. And then, of course, you have to turn yourself over so you cook evenly. So that's why my number five is a book. There you go. Rodrigo, what about uh, number four? Uh, my number four, and I think this is something that it's like when people go to the beach, they don't think about all of the mechanics of what's happening at the beach. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and for example, they're like, oh, I'm going to the beach to cool down. But the majority of the time, you're going to be out in the sun, um, even if you're in the water. Uh, and that might dehydrate you, even though there's water all around. So my number four is you got to take water. Um, you can bring soda, you can bring beer, whatever you want to bring, but take some water because yeah. you don't know, you don't know if there's going to be a water fountain nearby. Nowadays with uh, virus variants, you don't even know if you want to use a water fountain. Make sure you bring a big thing of water. Yeah, Exhibit used to say, yo dog, I brought you some water and put water in your water so you can water while you water. Yeah. All right. My number four, you're going to the beach. You're probably going to need somewhere to sit. And uh, having taken my oldest son to, you know, traveling soccer these last, seems like six, eight years, something like that. We have gone through a lot of different folding chairs. And I have finally found the folding chair that I love the best. These are Mm -hmm. rocker chairs. Now, I don't mean by the folding chair that looks like a rocking chair that has the bent up bottom that you rock on because you know that only really works if you're on a flat surface and the beach really isn't a flat surface and so it's not going to be very conducive to actual rocking back and forth if you want to rock the problem with a regular folding chair is depending on your body size and type you're either sitting too far forward or you can't lean far enough back in a folding chair you know a a regular beach folding chair Mm -hmm. so the rocker chairs that i'm talking about actually look like a regular folding chair, but on the back, they have like shock absorbers, these pistons, so that you can lean back to whatever angle that you want. You're not going to fall backwards, uh, but mm-hmm. it's it's supporting you. And so it does give you this kind of leeway to rock back and forth or get in that best position uh, that you want to check out. These things, once we discovered them, we saw a family using them one day and I said, you know what? Screw these other chairs. Let's go over to Dick's Sporting Goods or wherever and let's uh, get these rocker chairs. And ever since, it is the only chair that I want to sit in if it's not a chair at my home. They're great. Get a good rocker folding chair if you're going to the beach. Matthew, what do you have for number four? See, I have to actually buy my chairs the same place that I buy my pants. Uh, it's a special store. It's actually pretty cool. Um, but when I go to the beach, really when I go anywhere, my number four is incredibly useful always carry a towel yeah a towel is the most massively useful thing you can carry you can wrap it around your head for warmth as you're bounding across the moons of jaglon beta you can lie on it on the marble sanded beaches of centraginus 5 inhaling those heady sea vapors you can sleep under the stars which signs so redly on the desert world of cacrophon uh, you can use it to sail your mini raft down the heavy river moth or wet it for use in a hand-to-hand combat and you can wrap it around your head to ward off the ravenous bug bladder beast of Trowel, who is so mind-bogglingly stupid, it believes that if it can't see you, you can't see it, and vice versa. Uh, but most importantly, you can wave it as a distress signal in an emergency. And I suppose, you know, if it's, you know, you can dry yourself with it if it still seems like it might be clean enough after all that nonsense. But Yep, my number three, also a towel, also going nice. to use the exact same quote from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Matthew. <laughs> so very, very good uh, making a use of the uh, of uh, the the Douglas Adams stuff. Although you did say that when you were wrapping around yourself for warmth, you did say mm-hmm. wrap it around your head. So just one little minor oh. correction there. You can wrap it around your whole head. But you know what? Sometimes uh, you keep your head warm. The thing that you don't want to do, and this mm-hmm. is, this is uh, some good advice, get yourself yes. a proper beach towel, not a bathroom towel, 
because number one, the bathroom towel is not big enough. And number two, it, it's just like when you go to a toga party with fitted sheets, everybody knows that you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> so go and get a proper uh, yeah. beach towel. It doesn't have to be one that has like a cartoon character on it unless you want that. But definitely get yourself a big towel so you can stretch out on and dry off on and protect yourself from the bug bat bladder beast of Troll. So there you Absolutely. go. That is my number three. Uh, Rodrigo, what do you have for number three? Uh, my number three is, I think, something that people that don't go to the beach often are going to find themselves, like, have, like, a sudden moment of terror when mm -hmm. they want to, like, go into the water. They'll be like, oh, no. Oh, no. What do I do with my phone? Oh, right? It's like, you can't leave it on a beach towel um, because it'll get sand on it or somebody will steal it. And you can't take it with you into the ocean unless... You bring a little baggie, and you put that around your neck. There you go. They, oh. sell, they sell specific things to keep your phone uh, dry. I think they're more heavy-duty than your average Ziploc bag. Um, if they're not, then I paid an awful lot of money to some guy for a Ziploc bag. But <laughs> hey, what are you going to do? You probably did. Was it a, a kiosk at a mall? Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Matthew, what do you have for number three? Uh, in keeping with Rodrigo's concern about the phone, uh, as I mentioned, usually somebody has to stay and you know keep the camp. But if you're going to have your phone, and almost everybody does, you're going to want to bring your portable little phone charger, like a pen charger or just a little block charger, so that if you do happen to be sitting there and get an important text from your boss or a phone call from the student loan company, or your ex-wife, whatever it is that you're going to get, you want to make sure that you have the juice. And in a worst case scenario, you may need that phone to call for help when the ravenous bug bladder beast of trowel arrives. So definitely always bring a phone charger. Maybe you can just wrap it in your towel. There you go. All right. We are now all the way up into our number two. This is a very fast episode of we don't go to the week. beach much. You can tell. Uh, I go to the swimming pool. The boys, you know, the oldest is always at the pool. He's old enough now where he can either ride his bike or his scooter mm -hmm. down to the pool. So he goes all the time. So he has a yearly pass and the youngest is in swimming lessons. So he's learning. So we've gone down a couple of times uh, to the pool, but I have, there's things that live in the ocean and there are things that crawl around in lakes. So I am not a beach type person just to go hang out at the beach to splash around because there's sharks in the water or as Rodrigo mentioned earlier, orcas. And there's that mm -hmm. whole movie about the orca that comes and kills you. So, you know, I'm going to stay out of the Puget Sound. What's that movie called? Orca. Oh, uh, and, uh, and, uh, lakes are just kind of nasty. So yeah, I guess kind of stay out of that stuff. So pools are more, more my, my thing. Yeah. So I, I used the to go to the lake. That movie. I used orca, to go, Dorca, do. I used to go to the uh, lake all the time as a kid because that was the only thing you could. I mean, we had a, a pool in the next town over, uh, right. but that costs money, and of course, my parents are notoriously cheap. Why go to a pool <laughs> and spend money when you could go to the lake and splash around in pond scum for hours at a time for free? And so that's that's what we did. Which brings us all the way to our number twos, Rodrigo. <laughs> Number two, certainly something that you're going to want if you're going to the lake. Oh, man. Speaking um, of number twos, a few years ago. Oh, God. I 
I first time ever that I ever saw a pool get cleared because of a number two. I'm just going to put it out there that if that Why? happens, it is just amazing to watch everyone Why? scatter as fast as they can. It people, is. All, I mean, you've seen this Caddyshack. in the in the Caddyshack. No, this is just. I mean, you think that people are joking when you watch Caddyshack and they're playing it up for humor. Oh no, this is. People are running and screaming at the top of their lungs, trying to get away from the from the thing in the water. So there you yeah. go. Sorry, Rodrigo. Back to your number faster, two. Faster than a shark attack. Exactly. Um, so one thing that you, uh, speaking of floaters, one thing that you want to take <laughs> to the to the beach with you is some Don't sort of him. some sort of flotation device. Um, I think that uh, playing in the water is fun, but also it's tiring. Again, I don't think people think about the mechanics of what's going to happen when you're at the beach. If you're playing in the in the surf, the water's constantly like pushing you and pulling you and pushing you and pulling you. And if you're actually out uh, farther than where you can touch with your feet, uh, you're swimming. You know, you're like swimming in place. It gets tiresome. So. Bring something to float on. Bring a little floaty ring or a tube, or just like uh, those like foam boards. You know what I mean? You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking like about kick boards. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. Boards. yeah. Boards, so yeah. bring bring something like that. It it will extend your time in the water and let you rest and make you look like a seal to the sharks underneath. Work, yeah. work, work. Uh, so yeah, a scary, scary story. When I was and I was thinking about this the other day when this uh, topic came out, uh, we did take inner tubes to the lake when I was younger. And one time I was trying to get out of the inner tube and it flipped. And so I went, you know, face down in the water and the inner tube on top. Sure. Uh, but my leg was caught up in the inner tube. So every time I tried to push up, the inner tube was right on my back and my leg was caught on it and I couldn't, couldn't oh, get out. Couldn't write yourself. Yeah. I couldn't write myself. I couldn't flip over. And of course, then of course you're, you're young and you start panicking because you can't get air and then. Finally, someone came along and, and helped me out. But ooh, that was the last time I ever took an inner tube to the lake and probably the last time I ever went to the lake. So uh, mm. there you go. So be careful around some of those flotation devices. Uh, True. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure that you've got a good one there. So my number two is probably a bit of a safety uh, kind of thing. And that's a good hat. Uh, you really want to take a good hat with you when you go to the beach um, mm-hmm. because you can get sunburned very easily on the top of your head because a lot of people don't think about you know, putting any kind of sunscreen or anything on the top of their head or sometimes on their forehead. And they only think about, oh, I just need to put some zinc on my nose, bro. And then I'm, I'm ready to go. And you also don't think about your ears or the back of your neck. So while a lot of people will just put the good old boy uh, baseball cap on and head to the beach, I think that you really need a good bucket hat or one of those big, um, you know, work in the garden type hats that will Sun give you hat. plenty of, yeah, plenty of shade full BR on your just... face and uh, neck and cheeks and everything. Those things are a blessing or get one of those, you know, the, the kind that they used to wear, uh, that the soldiers wear in jungle conditions, uh, those kind of hats, uh, those things are, are great. So any kind of hat that you might work, uh, out in the yard with, uh, to keep the sun off your, off your face, that's a, that's a good thing to take to the beach, uh, a good hat. And so that is my number two, uh, Matthew, what is your number two? My number two is related to, but not the same. As Rodrigo's number two, uh, I come from from interesting stock. I come from Midwestern Caucasian people stock, uh, what we like to call the Basura Roja. And um, my Uncle Stop Bob, uh, I'm just saying, my Uncle Bob 
was a big camping guy. Uh, you may remember Uncle Bob as the one who convinced me to read comic books when I was 11 by telling me I was too old. Um, so I'm a contrarian from way back. But Uncle Bob uh, not only had big, like, giant camping, uh, he had, like, the, the long Winnebago thing, and he had all of the cool stuff. He had the little, you know, rocket cycle that you would go around. He had a boat. He had a pontoon boat. My number two, if you can get it, is a boat because it's awesome to have the boat. He had like the big boat with the, the thing on top, right? So you're, you're in the shade, but you're on the water. You know, you don't have to deal with anybody having issues with parking, except in as much as you have to park a vehicle to get the boat into the lake. You know, if you have a place on the dock that you can hang out, obviously, again, not for everybody. I couldn't afford this now. I don't know how he afforded it then. He had like five kids. But you get a boat. You can hang out on the boat. You can jump off the boat. You can climb back on the boat. You can keep your food and your drinks and a little TV on the boat. You can literally, if you do it right, you can camp on the boat. And that, my friends, is the actual origin of why Judd uh, Nelson yelled at uh, Anthony Michael Hall, you can do it on the boat. You can even do your homework. And that's why my number two is a nice, if you can afford it, and probably nobody can because it's the 21st century and capitalism is collapsing around us, boat. I don't know, but a lot of people around here have boats. I don't know if I see wow. any pontoon. Oh, no, no. Uh, uh, my oldest son's friend, they have a pontoon boat yeah. and they go out quite a bit to the to the lake that's nearby. But most yeah. of the ones in, in our neighborhood are... Uh, they're not quite speed boats, but they're not quite the, you know, the little dumb fishing right. boats. They're kind of in between. That's what most they're people the have. between boats. That's like a, a, yeah. a, a bass boat or something. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, you can also, you know, you could do your wakeboarding or your water skiing mm -hmm. behind it if you want, but it's also not going to, to outrun, you know, some, some, uh, cigarette <laughs> coast boat guard. From, yeah, yeah, it's right. going to outrun the coast guard. So there you go. Not, theoretically, if the coast guard shows up in a lake in Kansas, you'll, you'll be fine. That's scary. Yeah. Why would that happen? How would that happen? You know, drugs, um, drugs, dead bodies, those kinds. But of there's things. no. I mean, there's no uh, parks, Is what I'm saying. If you're if you're in a lake in Kansas, there's a good chance that that lake was put there by the Corps of Engineers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's so. dead bodies in it already. <laughs> Seriously, the lake that we used to go to for scout camp is over a town. What used to be yeah. a town, and you could dive down if you dove down far enough. You could actually get down, and you could find where the sidewalks still were. Yep. Or if you're in because Lake Mead right now, the water it. has dropped so much that the houses that were 114 feet underwater are now only 20 feet underwater. So there you go. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Lake Mead now. is really down quite a bit. I was there in 2000 and I was remarking how, you know, you could see the, where the water had dropped in 2000. I was like, this is, this concerns me quite a bit. And then just recently I was seeing some reports that it's dropped even further to where, you know, 114 feet on something the size of Lake Mead. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached the top of the charts. Our number ones, Rodrigo, what is the number one thing that you are taking to the beach? The number one thing that you should take to the beach. And this is, this is going to sound kind of boring, but seriously, uh, take sunscreen. That is my number one. Yeah. Because really, um, I, you know, it's like if you're a pale person, you probably are used to taking sunscreen all the time. But if you're not, or if you have, you know, some resistance to the sun or whatever, 
Um, you might decide to not do it, but if you're going to be, you know, in a bathing suit, um, out in the water for hours and hours in the sun, you want to take some sunscreen. I will put on sunscreen even when, even under like Pacific Northwest conditions, when we go out, uh, whale watching or whatever, you're going to be out, uh, in the sun, you know, uh, uh, on a boat looking for whales or whatever. It's like, no matter what beach you're going to, or no matter what body of water you're going to, there's no shade in those. Yep, exactly. So you got to take a, you, th- you got to take sunscreen. Yeah. I went to the lake here and I looked for whales for like four days. Did not see a single damn whale. Yeah. Yeah. Not even a beluga. I mean, it's, that's what happens. It's Kansas. Um, yeah. When I was in eighth grade, I went to a track meet one day and it was bright and sunny. And of course mm-hmm. you're wearing these little tank tops all day. And of course it's bright and sunny and, you know, being dumb kids, nobody puts on sunscreen. And then on the way home, um, you know, my skin just kind of felt really kind of itchy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I get home and I go upstairs and I plop down in my bean bag. And all of a sudden I'm like, did I spill water all over my bean bag? And my shoulders and back and neck got so sunburned that it had blistered up during the day. (sighs) And those blisters had popped. And I mean, just imagine your exposed shoulders and back from a tank top and the back of your neck on both sides, Hmm. just one giant blister. And then that scabbed over for like a month. Uh, Uh, It was, it was the worst sunburn I have ever had. Uh, And so now I do try to make a point of always, if I'm going to be out in the, in the sun, if I don't have a big uh, hat on or whatever, uh, number one, I don't wear tank tops anymore. Uh, but, uh, number two, always with the sunscreen, always with the sunscreen FPS 9,000, I'll put it on every single time because man, just, just, you know, you think even going to a soccer tournament, oh, you know, it's springtime, it's, it's April, it's early morning. I don't need to put on any sunscreen and then 10 o'clock ow, my nose hurts. So yeah, the sunscreen is going to, it's, if it protects you from burning, that's great. But more importantly, it can help you, uh, prevent from uh, potential uh, uh, prevention of skin cancer, uh, from that. So you do, you do want to do that. Unfortunately, I did go to the pool just recently. The first time we went to the pool this season and they usually have these big pumps of just, you know, lather yourself up with the sunscreen. And we, and I said, Oh, so we don't need to take any with us until we got down there and realized, Oh, because of COVID, they don't want everybody all touching the the pump. Mm-hmm. So there was no sunscreen. Right. So I got burned again. So sunscreen people, yeah. sunscreen, bring your own sunscreen. Always and in all ways. Uh, Matthew, what do you have for number one? If my colleagues could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. And the long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proven by scientists, whereas my advice has no basis more reliable. I initially came up with my number one before I codified it just a little bit, because initially I was going to say, bring a pretty girl, but that's not going to be everybody's jam. So my number one, always bring a partner, somebody to watch the towels. When you go in the water, someone to hang out, someone who can like, you know, shoot water at you. Um, generally speaking, and this is actually true. I say this as a joke, but never in my life have I not been outnumbered by women. I grew up with three sisters. I was raised first by my mother, then by my grandmother. Then I went off to college and I lived in the co-ed dorm. Then I got married and then I hung out with a whole bunch of people. But always go to the beach 
with a partner 26 years ago. About eight of us went to the lake to swim, and it was seven creepy guys and one woman named Marcia. She's a beautiful woman, always been a beautiful woman. She got into her bathing suit. We all got into the lake, and about three weeks later, she was married. And it wasn't to me, and I'm, I'm not upset about that 30 years later. But I will tell you this. Everything is more fun with a partner. So always, when you go to the beach and or water-related area, bring a partner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Top five things to bring to a beach. Wow, this has been uh, quite a show this week. Hopefully you have uh, some new ideas on things that you can take to the beach with you. Or perhaps you have some ideas of things that other people should be taking to the beach because we didn't mention it. Here's what you need to do. You need to go over to the Major Spoilers Discord server. There is a link in the show notes, so just open up your show notes. You'll see the link. You can click on it. If you're on an Apple uh, podcast, it'll automatically launch the Discord app or the uh, web page so you can go in there. And then you can join uh, the uh, the Major Spoilers server and hang out with a bunch of really awesome people from all over the world. And then you can jump into the Top 5 channel. We have a whole bunch of channels just for all of the podcasts that we do. And you can go in and see what other people are talking about. You can see what uh, other people have shared on their Top 5 things that they want to take to the beach. And you can share your own Top 5 things you want to take to the beach. Why? Because everybody loves a list. And we'll see you next time. This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.